Hello, and welcome back to The Stars Made Me Do It. I'm Mimi. We've got Martha here, Sierra here. We're here to chat about the Black Moon Lilith. I'm excited to talk about her. I feel like it's like a taboo topic almost. I mean, yeah, that's literally what it is. She's just this like taboo in the shadows. I love her. It's like one of those points that you find like when you're looking through charts where you're like, what does that symbol mean? And Mm -hmm. I I think it's kind of easy to go down a a spiral of it, just like how we can get in a Chiron spiral. And I was like starting to get in a spiral of it while I was doing some research on it. And it's a very interesting, I don't know, it just Mm -hmm. fit like with a lot of points when I was looking through mine. Yeah, these like extra points that you see in charts. I think that they always just hit on a soul level, right? Like all of the planets that we look at in a chart is always about like your life here as a human and what you're doing in this lifetime. And when you look at like Lilith or Chiron or, you know, any of the other points that I'm sure we're going to get to very soon, those are much more on a soul level, you know, like how your soul is carrying out its destiny throughout many lifetimes. Mm, I like that. Ooh, that makes me want to like see my chart of my last life and like see where my life was in that chart <laughs> oh well sometime oh. we have to talk about draconic charts those things oh that's wild but I love that you brought up Chiron here because Chiron is like where you're wounded and where you need healing and I feel like Lilith is the opposite it's like this is where you're in your power this is where you're your strongest mm. I also yes. feel like this is where like Facebook groups and everything go down crazy spirals of like everybody like what's your Lilith sign and tell me like how you like I don't know like broke up with your exes or all that yeah I've also seen like the rabbit holes in the Facebook groups of like where the Lilith is is where you're the sexiest in life and that's where people are drawn oh absolutely Lilith is all about sexuality and sexuality Mm -hmm. is all about power and being self-empowered yeah wow I could get into a whole loophole about that Lilith feels very scorpionic to me I was yeah, just about same. to say the Scorpio moon here is about to dive into. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> oh God. So should we just start off by saying like what Lilith is for people who don't know? Yeah. Let's do it. And just like the symbol, well, you'll see if you like look on our episode art, like what the symbol of Lilith is, but it looks kind of like, I don't know, almost like Venus, but instead of that circle at the top, it's a moon shape mm. so that's yeah right like yeah moon, like across at the bottom like black moon lilith and exactly and like the main you know i mean all the the planets and everything and the science to like named after people or like figures you know and like lilith was the basic background being like the adam's first wife like before eve and was like i'm not submitting to this life i am banned from the garden because i I'm doing, I don't know, I'm not submitting like kind of very woman power, but of course everything woman power gets turned into horrible and dark and yeah, yeah, you're a witch. Yeah. I think the history of it is really fascinating because I feel like in every culture and every story, the story of Lilith kind of gets twisted in each one and everyone kind of has their own opinion of what Lilith was and like what she represented and why she left and things like that. I think it's really fascinating, but I think that's really yeah exactly what you said woman power is always like feared in some sense and when someone's fearful of something they just make everyone try and knock uh, it down confused yeah if you if you put any sort of doubt in a topic then it takes away all the power of it and I feel like that has happened in so many cultures 
The story that I've heard about Lilith is um, that she and Ad- right, she's Adam's first wife before Eve, which like <laughs> dual marriage in Christianity, like what? what? But um, <laughs> but Lilith was um, yeah Adam's first wife, and they were cut from the same cloth, like so that they were equals, and then eventually she got banned from the garden, and then they created Eve from his rib. So yeah, yeah, that equal like whole factor of you know. That's why we're going to go I on mean, a feminist rant. Yeah. Like forget astrology. Let's talk about it. Everything is fucked when it comes to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Something that is kind of hard to grasp is like, what is Lilith in the sky? Because she's not an asteroid. She's not a second moon. She's actually just the point of the moon that is furthest away from the earth. So it's the most shadowed side of the moon. And that's just an axis. Like the nodes are simply the axis of the moon. Um, Lilith moon isn't any sort of physical, tangible body. She is just a point of the moon that is facing the furthest away from the earth. So interesting. Which is our shadow side, right? It's like, we don't need other people to see it for us to know that it's there and to know that it's powerful. Mm. Mm, and that's why it's like black moon Lilith it's the like the dark side of the moon (laughs) all the witchy leaders are like "Ooh, tell me about my Lilith now yeah right for sure but just given a little uh google uh summary to everybody just about black moon Lilith in astrology Lilith is the name of the dark moon and so it's associated with feminine power wild nature primal energy um, Lilith placement in your birth chart can reveal where you have untapped potential as well as areas where you need to assert your independence. I like mm. that. Mm. Yeah. And I've, I've also the, seen, yeah. <laughs> I've as also seen Lilith referred to as your inner bitch. I love that. And also <laughs> rightful rage. That, that yeah. one, that was like the phrase that really stuck with me. I, I really like talking about Lilith right now because of where how it was like it, I feel like it's so much in effect right now with what's going on in the world especially in the United States mm-hmm. I know it's like not talked about as much right now but the Roe v Wade and stuff like that like that is the rightful rage in women like absolutely us fighting back to that and knowing yeah, our and Martha and- you and I were discussing that during the lunation it was either the full moon in Capricorn or the new moon in Cancer but during that lunation was when Roe v Wade got overturned and it was conjunct Lilith and so yeah, it was conjunct about how, you know, women were being enraged and how they were being forced to speak up and to speak on yes. their rightful rage. Um, and I'm going to do a totally shameless plug here. And if you want to support uh, women in need of medical health care, get yourself a uterus candle from my yes. website, Harvey Mountain Alchemy. Um, all yes. the profits are donated to support women in need. So mm-hmm. anyway, yes. I love that plug. <laughs> yes. Head over to that link. <laughs> I, I get like the, you know, just even being referred to as your inner bitch just goes back to the whole witch comment too. It's like, oh, because I'm standing up for myself, I'm automatically being bitchy, you know? Oh, because I'm, mm. you know, acting in a, in a powerful way, like automatically I get called like, you know, my, my inner bitch is coming out. It's like, if a man did that, there would be no reaction. It would just be like, oh, he's asserting himself. So yeah. And, but uh, yeah, the rightful rage really stuck with me. And like, we can like talk about this more. It's like, we go through the signs of Lilith. But when I first looked into Lilith, I saw that I have Lilith in Sagittarius, another point I have in Sagittarius and it's conjunct my Mercury. And I have like such a 
like this deep need, like, and in a rageful way of making sure that what I express gets understood, like misunderstanding is like it, it, I, I, I cannot accept it. I cannot accept misunderstanding. I'm thinking about the time that no, (laughs) that Sarah does not want ever to be mentioned again, but we were texting in a group text and we we have multiple conversations at once. And so I had suggested something. It was kind of, you know, it was a vulnerable moment, whatever. I had suggested something and Sierra wrote, yeah, no. (laughs) Because she meant to refer to something else, a different conversation we were having in the exact same moment. And then she lost the internet when she was texting us. Oh, it was the worst because we were all left in limbo and that is your Lilith being activated yes I was having a panic because like it was you know like yeah like a vulnerable topic and I was like you know what like I appreciate it and I am opening up more to that but I was responding yeah no to something stupid because we had like seven conversations (laughs) happening at one time and then I responded yeah no like maybe offering to like help with something and I was just like yeah "Yeah, no and then my internet went off and I was on the train I couldn't even like go to a different location or anything and I was having a meltdown and even now I'm like don't ever talk about this again I'm literally tearing up talking about it too but you know what (laughs) like it was such an intense moment and that is absolutely your Lilith being like no that's not what I meant to communicate like I need what I'm communicating to be understood properly I got chills of like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's my will of conjunct my Mercury because mm. it is like Sagittarius is all about truth. And then Mercury is all about communicating and then Lilith is rightful rage. And uh, yeah, so that, but even just, that was like a more vulnerable moment, but even just in trying to communicate what I'm communicating, it doesn't sit well with me. If not everybody, we don't all have to be on the same page, but everybody needs to understand what it is that I said Mm. and where I'm coming from, Mm. you know? Like if there's miscommunication and that's also if like my mom will say something like, no, well, you said like you wanted the blue one. I'm like, no, on December 3rd at 12 p.m. I said I wanted the green one and we were standing here and you said this, like I very much need like the truth and what I communicated to be, you know, understood. And that's my that's my Lilith. I like going back to what Mimi said about how the points in the chart are soul levels. Cause that makes me think like your rightful rage in this situation comes from past life experiences of being misunderstood. So in this Mm. life, you're like, no, we can't like replay that. We can't do that again. And the Mm. other side of Lilith, because we obviously are like, this is your rightful rage. Like we need to hold on to this and feel the power. But I mean, thinking of like your inner bitch, that's not always a positive trait, you know, like maybe Mm. there are points where it's like, you don't need to be understood. You understand yourself sort of thing, or like, you know, you need intention. it. Yeah. 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 But like, there's the shadow side to it too. Like yeah. at what point are you going to stop, you know, like not you personally, but at what point do you stop trying to like shove your rightful rage and get others yeah. to agree with it? You know? Yeah. I like that. Cause the history of Lilith is that she just left. She didn't like stay and fight Adam. It was just like, peace, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. So she wasn't shoving her rightful rage in his face. She just walked away. And sometimes that's out. the most powerful, that's the most powerful way of expressing things at some, sometimes. Absolutely. It's like, I don't need your validation. I know I'm right here. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm a powerful ass woman, bitch. Bye. <laughs> exactly like that. That was exactly like that. anybody wanted to know. We're obviously yeah. using the word bitch in an empowering oh, yes. way. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Sorry. I literally. We're taking it back. 
Yeah. We're taking that word back. Okay, wait, but I want to go to, I often like to uh, feel the emotion of planets and like feel how they feel in my body because I'm a very like embodied person. And when we were talking about the feminine, like the feminine uh, things that are not well for feminine, the feminine issues right now in the world, I felt a rage inside of me. And that feeling is what Lilith feels like in the body. And if anyone listening felt angry about the topics we were talking about, that is Lilith showing up in your body. Yes. Yes. And like more of it, like to get back to like, I don't know, more like I found just like more information, more research on it was with um, uh, cafe astrology. And I didn't know that apparently that Black Moon Lilith has a counterpart, White Moon Selena. So now I got to look into that because I'd never heard of that before. And just putting that out there because I found it. But also Black Moon Lilith um, for Cafe Astrology said that uh, where Lilith is by the sign and house and aspects and everything, it's what you were saying before. It's like where you may have felt ashamed shamed, ridiculed, stifled, deeply misunderstood or repressed in some manner. And for whatever reason, you are wary of expressing those traits and parts of your personality freely and unapologetically. And you can feel quite uncomfortable with people who are doing so. And that is something too, like another part of like, even just like when we talk about like, oh, this sign really bothers me. It's like, well, what about that do you not like in yourself? You know, and this is kind Mm. of like that same thing. Like, I don't know, people like really communicating things and like finding the truth and like digging into it like does that annoy me I don't know because I need to do it interesting yeah Mm. femininity in the world right now is just like feeling under attack right and so it is sort of being like taught over time over so much time to be ashamed of like certain parts of yourself that are actually extremely powerful yeah yeah that sent me in kind of a thought space like I'm gonna be I'm gonna share a little bit here but I remember being I remember being a child I remember when I was a child and I was being raised bilingual and my mother would speak Spanish to me uh in front of everybody else and I would be embarrassed which is so wild because we would speak Spanish at home and that is literally part of my culture and I remember feeling embarrassed and it's exactly like that where it's like I feel like I'm not supposed to be speaking Spanish in public. So why are you doing it? It's making me uncomfortable that you're comfortable doing it. Yes. You know, that kind of yes. thing. Like I don't present as someone yes. who speaks Spanish. So if I do it, I'm weird. And there was that shame and sort of like, yeah, that quieting of self. And that I think is the shadow side of Lilith, where if you, if you mm. do things aligned with your Lilith and it's almost Aquarian in a way of like, this is what I'm doing for souls on this earth right now is fighting for this is fighting this fight. I feel like that is very much aligned with who you're supposed to be. Whereas if you don't, then you're hiding from a part of yourself. That's really true to you. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's so interesting to look at the women in your life around you that trigger you and then Mm. notice where Lilith is in your chart. And if they, because I just realized I've expressed this millions of times. I'm always triggered by Aries women and I have Lilith in my first house. Mm. Wait, I was going to say, tell me where your Liliths are because I don't know. Oh, I have Gemini Lilith in the first house Mm. on my, on my ascendant. (laughs) Oh, wow. I wonder if it's making any trines or squares to anything else. Anyway, we, I mean, we could go off on tangents talking about our own. Mine is, mine is conjunct my, my moon. Okay. Mine is at zero degrees Taurus and my moon is one degree Taurus. Mm. Interesting. And 
Martha and I both have the same Lilith as our ascendant. And so it's like, there's something about it by the way in which we approach the world has to be, it's almost like a little, it's uncomfortable, but it has to be done because it's how we approach it. And when you sit in your feelings, it has to be done. But Mm -hmm. there's like a, I don't know, something to, I don't know, something to get through. I love that yours are in Gemini and Sagittarius because out of the three of us, I'd say you both are very like good in social situations, you know, and you just, you approach the world and you go, I know how to be social in this situation. Um, And I was, I was thinking about, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together that your uh, Lilith was in Gemini, Martha, but I was thinking about Lilith and Gemini. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, I feel like Lilith and Gemini would have a lot of really weird friends and would be really happy to have the many different kinds (laughs) of friends that they have, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Like they would have a rightful rage about who they keep their company with. I a hundred percent agree with that. And I can also sometimes feel embarrassed in society about how I have like I don't know. People will always comment on how I have like the strangest friends from all different friend groups. Sometimes. Very eclectic. And I, oh, interesting. And I can sometimes feel like embarrassed about that. I'm like, wait, I literally just love everyone. I don't care who you are. <laughs> huh? Yeah. You can have purple, purple spots and I'll still love you. <laughs> you know, all those yeah. people with purple spots out there, you find Martha because she got you. <laughs> <laughs> but, it sounds like a skin yeah, condition. So like maybe take it does. It sounds like like psoriasis or something. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but then <laughs> I love people with psoriasis. That's oh my, my Lilith placement talking. <laughs> I'm dead. Well, the other thing that I just like came across when looking, you know, a little bit more into Lilith, because I really didn't know much more about Lilith except for like rightful rage and then just seeing like the Facebook like spirals that people go on. Um, but that it can also be like a binging purging cycle when like you do something and then feel bad about doing it. And it's, it just reminded me of those like extremes. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been a whole year of me, like trying to find the middle ground between the extremes of like, I am eating everything healthy versus I am eating everything junk food versus I am exercising Mm -hmm. every day versus I am a couch potato. And it's like this kind of binging purging cycle where it's like, part of it is finding that middle ground in a way, because you can't just, I don't know, go 100% all the time. Or also if you're stifling yourself all the time, then it's going to, you know, lead to that kind of outburst. And, um, I have a question too about it in your first house because I feel this way. Do you sometimes like very much put out who you are as an individual and then sometimes regret it after being like, oof, I wish I like didn't show up as completely me in that situation? I don't know because it does make sense, but because like just because I like am doing Placidus, like I think of it as my, it's in my 12th house. Um, I, okay. but if we're thinking, I mean, cause like every, obviously every astrology system has validity to it. Like, I don't know. I think I attribute that more to like, because in Placis, my moon is in my first house. And I think when I'm, when I like show like the emotions and like, wait, no guys, that's really upsetting me. Like that actually hurt my feelings. And then getting a response of like, well, you're a baby move on, you know, like that is what I feel it more as like my actual moon, mm. not like the black moon Lilith mm, in that okay, way. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to this binging purging cycle, that really makes me think of uh, Lilith and Libra. Like I'm curious what a Lilith moon and Libra would be like, because Lilith in that sense sounds a lot like trying to balance, like balancing, moderating, mediating. And that to me is very Libra in nature. So I'm curious how, mm-hmm. you know, a Lilith moon and Libra would present itself. Like maybe 
over stretching itself for the people around and then and then totally uh, burning out and then taking care of just themselves kind of situation. But it's interesting that Lilith, yeah. I feel like pulls energy from all of the signs. You know, she is, she's everything. I'm yeah. every woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Lilith's theme song. That's Lilith's theme song. Um, well, I can read. Okay. I shout her out often. Hannah's elsewhere on Instagram. I won't read all 12, but she has little like snippets on her Instagram page about uh, what Lilith looks like in your chart. So you find where it is and whatever sign it's in, that's what you can read. Also you can read what, so if it's, for example, I have a Lilith and Gemini in my first house, but I could also read Lilith and Air- Lilith and Aries and cause the first house is ruled by Aries and just kind of piece it all together. But here I'll read maybe four of her little snippets. And then if this interests you, you can go check her out on Instagram and read yours. Okay. Do you guys have a preference of which signs I read? Let's do water signs. Okay. Lilith in Cancer. Growing up, you might have suppressed your emotions and true feelings. Perhaps being vulnerable was a sign of weakness, or maybe you didn't feel secure enough to open up. Perhaps certain people lacked empathy towards you. This might have led mm. to your feeling your, you feeling extremely moody and guarded. This part of, of you that is craving closeness but is angered by your needs not being considered. If not in, integrated, you can feel... You can be manipulated and overpowering, but if integrated, you can be kind and compassionate. You can be loving and caring. Sorry, mm. apparently I can't read out loud. That's always like Maybe a trip when you have to read out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Back to school. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that would make so much. And it's interesting. We, I, I don't know. I just chose water signs because we don't have any in water signs. So I wanted to do something mm-hmm. that wasn't you know, related to us. But um, that makes that's so interesting because Lilith Moon being a version of the moon, which rules cancer makes a lot of sense that it's like all about those very moon-like themes. Yeah. Family. I mean, yeah. 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 I feel like that turns like the cancer energy into more scorpionic, like being very emotional, but hiding it. Mm. Yeah. Or feeling shame around it. Yeah. Not letting it be expressed in the same way. But that's also where their power is, you know, like mm-hmm. where you feel that shame is often where we feel because we're told that power is, is something to be ashamed of or something to, you know, not explore. So instead exploring it, I feel like that really opens up that alignment for you. That just makes me think of like, just real jumping in real quick about like me personally having my Lilith and Sagittarius. Like, I feel like I'm not afraid to say the thing that people won't say. But like, I am afraid to say it too sometimes, you know, (laughs) like, I think I'm not afraid to say it if it's, if my emotions aren't on the line, if if it's, you know, like, I'm not afraid to say it in standing up for somebody else or if, you know, Mm. where, but when it comes to me, that's where I'd be like, I don't know, but I feel that kind of push and pull with what, I don't know, something about what you just said just made me think of that with this like Sagittarius energy of saying the truth and also the bluntness, you know, I, mm. I don't know, like, you know, the moments it's like, is nobody going to talk about the fact that we all said we were going to do this and now we're doing the other thing. Like, I feel like I have no problem saying that, but in reality, mm. I probably do have a problem saying that. So there's mm. this, you know, <laughs> this kind of back and forth. Push and pull. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, let's read Lilith and Scorpio. Growing up, you might have suppressed your power and sexuality. Perhaps you were demonized for feeling a certain way about someone, or maybe you were dominated and controlled in some way. This might have resulted in you resentfully stuffing down your sexuality or intense feelings. This part of you that felt everything but couldn't let it out. If not integrated, you can become self-destructive. You can be outraged and spiteful. But if integrated, you can be perceptive and compassionate. You can be a mighty healer. I love that she's using the term integrated or not integrated. Yeah. It's almost like a better form of evolved versus unevolved. I, you know? I, I agree. I, like I was thinking that. the same because thing. Because unevolved sort of sounds like righteous, like you're on a high horse, like mm, you're unevolved. But I also you- agree with that. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I love the idea of talking about Lilith and sexuality because Lilith is also where you, you know, where you receive sexual pleasure and often we're like ashamed or like told to be mm-hmm. ashamed if we like anything other than what has been presented in the media, you know, so mm-hmm. maybe exploring your Lilith moon to kind of explore and discover your own sexuality a little bit more. And so like, if you have Lilith in cancer, you know, maybe the chest is a focal point for you or if, <laughs> yeah like Lilith Nipple and Gemini play. like dirty talk or like communicate yeah talk or yeah Lilith and Leo like role-playing you know like playing parts with each other you know whatever with like that's also something with what you said about like also you know Martha said like okay I have Gemini but I also want to check Aries because I have it in the first house like definitely checking what house your Lilith is in as well because when I was reading through everything I was reading because my I consider like my Lilith to be in the 12th house and I was reading through like the Pisces Lilith and I really related to a lot of that as well and just making me think like back in like one ramble we were talking about fantasy and Mm -hmm. like that type of like books like I love a good fantasy novel and like anything like there's a difference between like the Gemini like talk, you know, cause I've like got that Mars and Gemini mm-hmm. and like Mars is associated with sexuality, but with Lilith and I don't know, like there's like, there's the fantasy element that is more Neptunian than the like mercurial yeah. Gemini, a fantasy you know, so. book with a little occasional smooch in it. Anybody? Oh, a quart of thorns and oh. roses? What? I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. My <laughs> Lilith and Gemini loves a dirty book. You better yeah. believe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, mm, little smooch. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, no, and I need to talk to I need to talk to all of my friends who are also like just we're in like the whole phase of like all the like the smutty fantasy books right now. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to look at everybody's love. <laughs> Wait, I honestly feel like I feel like in like general right now, I don't know about you guys, but all over my Instagram, everyone's reading Colleen Hoover, which I read like nine mm. of her books this summer. Just a little shout out to myself. And they have some sex scenes in them. Let me believe. Yeah. So I feel like everyone's like oh I'm gonna tune into that Lilith I'm not ashamed yeah, into it yes yeah. yeah and for that cancer new moon conjunct Lilith like to set it all off for the summer mm-hmm. like summer beach read get yourself yeah like, good yeah enjoy get yourself your off with your bit. book <laughs> no, I'm just Hi, Mom, thanks for listening <laughs> yeah um, Martha's like just kidding I'm not I'm not just kidding <laughs> um I love the idea of getting your girlfriend's like books dependent on or not even books but like gifts dependent on their Lilith you know and be like here make yourself feel good (laughs) but that's also like okay just thinking about like you know I remember in college there being like sex toy parties or whatever it was yeah 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 and I'm like absolutely I answered a little too emphatically I'm sorry I never attended one but I remember them happening (laughs) 
I was like, yes, I owe you 20. And I'm like, absolutely fucking not. And it's like, there's that Pisces, I don't know, type of like, well, mm. I don't know. I don't, I would consider romance. that more of like 12th house. Yeah, there's like something and it's near my Venus. And yeah, that was just so, I, I don't know, like maybe public, whereas like 12th house is a little more hidden and obscure mm. if that makes sense yeah maybe so. that could be like a lilith in capricorn or lilith in like uh in yes. like leo or something like a showing it to the world or be like being the boss and being like no i don't need a man i use these tools kind of thing yes mm. wow, you know i didn't I, I knew we were going to talk about sex on this episode but i didn't realize how i'm how in depth haha um <laughs> excuse me i'm 12 <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> um, but I do feel like this is the perfect episode to talk about sexuality and astrology is with Lilith and how, I mean, just like reproductively, how Lilith does rule like that feminine power, that ability to create life through the ability to express yourself and get pleasure. That is something that I want to get into too. I'm just going to go into it now real quick that I'll get back into it. But oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of characters in different books, especially in like fantasy and all types of novels that are based off of Lilith and a big thing. And like for the, I just finished the mortal instrument series. I'm like 12 years too late. I should have read them when I was an adolescent, but um, okay. Like 15 years too late. Uh, um, <laughs> 17, 18 years too late. Out of yourself. <laughs> what are you doing? The, there's like the the big bad in that series is Lilith and like she can't have kids like it's like a thing is she mm. cannot have children and so it's like almost like oh. trying to create these kids and it's so dark and wrong mm. and messed up but there's a thing about um how that is something that's supposed to be like very I don't know like mm like motherhood is something that is very divinely feminine yeah. yeah and whereas Lilith is like everything at least when you like think of it that way like someone who's you know kind of forbidden from having that ability as like forbidden not just someone who's like having a struggle with it but like forbidden you know mm. and like but it's all the other power that comes with feminine power because so yes. often it's yeah, just being a mother like, is oh, not like, what makes you exactly a woman, right? that's not where you're that's not where your power is only, right? Not just in being a mother. There's so much yeah. more power in being a woman exactly. besides that ability. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes me think of Circe. I'm pretty sure it's Circe. It could be the witch's heart, but um, I get them confused because I read them back to back and they're both like mythology based, but uh, where she gives birth to like creatures, they're not human. That's the witch's heart. Yeah. That's the witch's heart. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because then they have like, anyway, um, but it makes me think of that because- I don't remember why, but there's something about not a, not a, you're supposed a to have this like normal, normal conventional, like, Oh, I had this baby. And it's like, Oh, I gave birth to like a serpent, a snake. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A wolf, no biggie. Like, yeah. Okay. Wait, before we get into a tangent, I want to read the Pisces one yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we can tangent off this one. Um, growing up, you might have suppressed your sensitivities and dreaminess, perhaps having your head in the clouds was seen as a bad thing or maybe you were told to stop being so sensitive this might have led you being ashamed of your imagination and feelings this part of you that feels everything but can't put what you're experiencing into words if not integrated you can become delusional and chaotic you can isolate yourself but if integrated you can be very caring and spiritual you can you can super creative you can be super creative and artistic there's a spelling mistake there and what else? that's yeah. interesting I, I like that she talked about communication in that one. 
like yeah. she even said she was like yeah if 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 you don't integrate it you'll have issues communicating that's interesting because sierra you have it in your 12th house which is pisces house and it's conjunct mercury right yeah and that's something where like i i so often so often you can confirm this with gm will be like i need a minute to think about what it is that i'm trying to say because Mm -hmm. it's so important for me to like feel through what it is I'm trying to say and say it in the way in which I'm trying to say it. And so sometimes without that freedom, Sagittarius to like, like get all the, the crazy thoughts together in a way that allows me to communicate it, it feels like, no, wait, I didn't get to say what the thing was. And there was too much going on in my mind to pull from where I need that pause sometimes um, in order to get it right. Hmm, yeah that's interesting that you have it conjunct your mercury which we've talked about is like a very n- neutral planet and very rational based and then i have mine in to- uh, conjunct the moon which is like so not that <laughs> so yeah. not rationally based yeah but i see th- i see both of that in you guys yeah like maybe i don't feel like you hold back about emotions when you need to talk about them but sierra yeah. you do you're right. Like hold, hold back your, what you're feeling. I totally do. And it's because I haven't figured out, I haven't put the right words to it yet. It's yeah. not because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. It's because I haven't put the right words to it yet. Like mm-hmm. I will totally know, like I'm feeling this. I know I need to talk about it. I'm not afraid to talk about it. I, I'm not afraid of confrontation in any way. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody like loves it, but I would rather confront than hide, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I won't say it until I've pinpointed what it is I'm feeling because I don't want it to be wrong, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, that speaks so much to Lilith being conjunct Mercury in, in the 12th, because it's like, I have these deep feelings that I need yeah. to express through my words. Like, and I need to completely feel them before I express them. Whereas yes. for me, it's just the, like, there's no middle ground. It's just, I need to just feel these things. Yes. And it doesn't matter about expressing or not. Although I had this thought the other day that I don't cry alone. And you guys have both been like (laughs) privy to this where I'll call you because I need to cry. Yes. You know, and you won't cry alone. I I mean, I have, and I do. (laughs) I can't call someone every time I cry (laughs) a bit overkill, (laughs) but if it's a big cry, I want somebody there almost to like witness it, which is weird and sounds attention seeking. And maybe there is, I'll do some shadow work on that, but like, uh, but there's something about, I need it to be acknowledged, which we've talked about many times that Hmm. I need it to be acknowledged, you know? I like that though. Because I would mm. never cry in front of someone. It's so opposite. Like I know. I, I was thinking about that. Yeah. I was like, if I cry in front of you, you're lucky, <laughs> I guess. Like that. that a lucky deck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, I just like wouldn't do that in front of anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Well, no, I don't do it. I, although I have cried in front of many strangers, and but I don't call up a stranger and be like, hey, can I cry to you right now? Like, <laughs> mm. But I guess I've definitely called both of you and been like, Hey, I need to cry. And you're like, okay. And then you just watch me sob on the phone. (laughs) That's like our moon axis is though. I think too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's something about that with it being like with your Lilith being in Taurus and it being conjunct your moon and like emotions. And there's some sort of, I don't know, like need, but maybe discomfort, but like moving through the discomfort and a way in which you move through the discomfort is to have that like you know Taurus is someone it is like a a sign that 
is very, I don't know, like it is not Sagittarius in the way of freedom. I need to do this on my own. It's much more comfortable with comforts, you know? And so like Mm -hmm. you have certain people that are comforts to you and like going through the emotions that you're going through, like you're not, you're not comfortable alone in those emotions in the same way that you're comfortable with trusted people. And so you can work through those things in that way, I think. I also like it conjunct your moon and the fact that it's your rightful rage of being able to express emotions because societally women who express emotions are crazy biatches and not the good kind of biatch. I was always the dramatic too much kid. But you let it out, which you also feel shame around sometimes, which you mm-hmm. do verbalize. Where I'm like, sorry, I'm too much right now. It's like, okay. Um, because that's what I was taught. But another side of Taurus is hard work. I'm pretty, I'm pretty like stubborn I'll call it about uh like the idea of privilege and not working for what you have you know and Mm. and I think that that's very Taurus of like no you have to put in the hard work to get what you have oh Um, you put in the freaking work you're like carrying the team over here at podcast city (laughs) no no no. that's that's an equal split 100% but no right now you're doing a lot (laughs) yes um but yeah, I, I've never, you know, we always talk about Taurus in a very emotional sense because I am a Taurus moon. So it is emotional for me, but sometimes I think I forget to talk about Taurus and the other ways that it expresses itself and how, you know, Mars and Taurus or Mercury and Taurus, like these sorts of things that it's not always an emotional sign. Sometimes it's just about being present and getting the work done. That's right in front of you and, and putting in the effort. Mm. So. I think I feel very strongly about putting in effort and, um, and doing hard work and not just being handed things, you know, I'm, I get yeah. definitely triggered by like white privilege, hundred percent, but also just like privilege in general and like finance, mm. financial privilege. And thinking about yeah. that rightful rage of like the thing that really gets you fired up. And like, I, I'm such a, like, I know that, I know that now I know that it's just my Lilith, but like, I can't comprehend, not that I can't comprehend, but I just feel like very rageful about when people never get like a chance to live on their own. When people are like, I, you know, I mean, I don't want to say like bouncing from relationship to relationship because everybody's different. And I understand that, but there's something about independence for me that like, if you've never lived on your own, or if you've never like been independent enough without like I don't know there's something about I am so uh, like independence is is such a big thing and it goes beyond me just being a Sagittarius because not every Sagittarius is like that you know like having a Lilith in Sagittarius where like you know I have I have friends and who have never experienced life like I'm not sure about like you guys but you know, I, I feel like you've both experienced life like in solo ways as well. But I just feel like even going away to college with like my younger cousins, how like some of them are staying at home and that's right for them. But for me, I'm just like, how are you not leaving your home and experiencing mm. life independently on your own? Don't you understand? Don't you understand the benefits that you get from going through that? You know, like that is what I get like rageful about. And and that goes back to what I mean, you were saying before is like maybe I need to calm the fuck down a little bit about that Mm. (laughs) it's not for me to decide that everybody needs to live life in such an independent way like that's not what it is for everybody but for me like oh my god it's so important and like Mm. gets me fired up thinking about it yeah it is called rightful rage because it it is rightful it's your right to be rageful about it but also 
making sure that you understand like not everybody else is rightfully like angry about the same things as you and everyone else is working through different things, you know, where maybe somebody else would be like, I can't believe you've never shared like this part of your life with somebody. And like, that's so important to me kind of thing, you know, the exact Mm -hmm. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, even just like the, I take it to the extremes where I'm like, okay, Guillaume, I'm going to the U S for three months, like see you in three (laughs) months. I'm going to miss you. But, but at the same time, I'm going to go live my life for three months and you're going to live your life for three months. And then we're going to come back together and it's going to be great. And yeah, it's going to be a little sad, but some people like would be like, how could you ever be separated from your partner Mm. for that long and continue like things are okay. You know? And for me, not a problem. I mean, not to say I don't miss him terribly when I'm gone, but it's, it's like, uh, you know, the things that I get from it are worth it. And I I see that with Lilith in my first house too. Like I've been gone for two months for my partner. And for me, it's just, I, that's my right. I'm, I rightfully can do what I want for two months. That's not even a question in my head. Mm. Yeah. And I'm also thinking just like, because me and Game were born like two months apart yeah I'm looking at us right now he's also got Lilith in Sagittarius so there is that like I mean agree checks out <laughs> yeah you guys <laughs> yeah. agree yeah yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. I'm curious yeah where like couples Liliths are I just started doing like relationship readings and stuff and there's some really interesting points that you like that just like give a lot of insight when you're looking at a relationship obviously there's this there's a composite but I'd be interested to see like what it would look like to compare their um they're Liliths to each other in sexual expression, but also just in like your core beliefs. Yeah. That that would be interesting in in the composite chart too. Oh yeah. What their composite Lilith is. Yeah. And that's something like me and Guillaume both have composite. We would have composite like Lilith and Sagittarius and composite Mars and Gemini. And it's like, is that like, they're both, then they're opposite. Like, and those are both Mm -hmm. like considered like, you know, very sexual placements. We should talk about Mars versus Lilith sexuality because Mars is very much about is almost like masculine sexuality and Lilith is feminine sexuality. And I've got them opposite. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, I I see Mars as more of the like the lustful like sexuality. Like when you like when I'm I think of it as when you first meet someone and you're like Mm. ravenous. I have to have it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see that as like the slow burning fire of sex Mm. as much the slow burning fire of sex yeah i I know is that the the quote of this (laughs) am i i'm just i'm just all of the quotes recently i I love that the slow burning fire of sex yeah that's really interesting to think of lilith that way um because i also think she is lustful yeah yeah well well, what I've always seen in like the Facebook groups is it's like oh wherever Lilith is that's where like people are attracted to you yeah you said no where your Lilith is oh interesting that's like what draws people to you which is interesting and that's something that I want I would love to get feedback on people like from people about that because I've got so many freaking Sagittarius placements like that's something that it's like my Venus is in Sagittarius, my Lilith is in Sagittarius. We got Mercury, we got Sun, we got Rising. You know, I don't know like what necessarily different. Not that I don't know what differentiates that, but I think it would be really interesting if you know someone was all like 
earth, water, air. And then you've got Lilith and Sagittarius, like how mm. that shows up versus when I've already got. I feel like so- that would be really hard to balance because it's yeah. not, that's not what you're used to. And you're so used to presenting, like you, we sort of said, like all the planets are your human self in this lifetime. You're so used to presenting in this lifetime as this version of yourself. And then if your Lilith is totally different from everything else, it's like, but this is me on a soul level. So it's almost like your yeah. soul is here. It's, it's still existing, but it's here to learn. Mm-hmm. all of these other facets of yeah. the human side yeah and that can be really hard I'm sure to like balance because you have many needs I mean I think about like balsamic moons like we have our or even just any moon in aversion to the sun right so like if your sun is cardinal fire which would be Aries oh, okay I'm talking about me now <laughs> and then your moon <laughs> is totally different right like I have a fixed earth that's Taurus they're in aversion to each other it's about finding a balance even though there are two very different parts of yourself that are fighting yeah. for you know the the expression yeah yeah outer I like, and I like, inner I like that you said expression and not like the spotlight because that's not what the moon wants I like that wording that you just choose cho- yeah. chose to use Thanks. Yeah. Expressing yeah. which one it's, is. Yeah. It's very interesting. I feel like we could get into like such a topic of like it showing up depending on people's charts, but it's just, we could be talking about this all day long. It's wild. So like how much you need to look at the whole chart and not just the one placement. Mm. And yeah. we talk about this every episode. Is there, are there any signs that we haven't fully talked about? Like I know we talked about Taurus, we talked Gemini, Gemini, Cancer. So we haven't talked Aries we talked a little bit about Leo um we could probably chat a little more about that but Virgo we haven't talked about uh, do you want me to read the Virgo Virgo one at all yeah I just want everyone to get a little something out of it yeah uh growing up you might have suppressed your ability to be health conscious and orderly perhaps you were criticized for your way of doing things or you experienced shame for not following a certain routine this might have resulted in your feeling and you feeling extremely worried about perfection. This part of you that finds it hard to finish things and perform daily tasks. If not integrated, you can become fussy. You can be moany and critical. But if integrated, you can be discreet and shrewd. You can attend to your day feeling less anxious. That's so interesting. That like that uh, disability of not being able to motivate, not feeling motivated, which is, you know, I hadn't thought about Virgo in motivation terms, but it makes Mm. so much sense because if you think of Virgo as like the routine and having to get all the little things done, that takes a lot of motivation. And it is earth. And I see earth as just like slow, but steady wins the race. I always think the earth is like that. Yeah. That is really fascinating. Actually. I love, because I mean, if you have like big goals, if you have one big goal to hit in a day, you're like, okay, I will get that done. But if you have a lot of little things to do, I mean, it depends what mood you're in. You're either really motivated and you're like, okay, one little thing that's crossed off. Or it's like, oh my gosh, look at all of you treat all the Mm -hmm. little things as many big things, you know? So for Virgo to find that motivation or to struggle with motivation. Yeah. And there goes the pendulum swing of like letting everything pile up and get really messy versus being like, you know, I cannot function if there's a speck of dust on the counter, you know, Mm. like that, that difference that like has to have some sort of balance in between. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also like it talking about perfectionism as the rightful rage, because we just did our episode. We just recorded our episode about, um, Virgo and Mercury and we talked about how it's the pure like they're searching for purity and perfection mm-hmm. and it's kind of taught in some ways that if you're a perfectionist it's not a good thing but that Virgo Lilith it's like no you're 
it's your right for rage to be a perfectionist and it's okay to want things to be perfect. Yeah. 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 Just like, it's okay to want the truth behind things. It's okay to want to move through the emotions of things. It's okay to want, you know, whatever, like the independence or whatever it is, like it's, it might not work for everybody, but it is your right to be rageful yeah. about those things. Yeah. yeah. But everything is always a balance. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is it's, it's kind of hard to say, like, it's okay to be a perfectionist because I think for so long being a perfectionist was what was expected. And it's only been recently that we were like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe these expectations aren't realistic and let's mm-hmm. not try to strive for perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay if you do want perfect and you don't need to be ashamed of wanting that. Um, if it's just your attitude and who you are as a person, but, and yeah, it's just, everything always goes back to balance. It's like, you can be perfectionistic, but then if you make a mistake, don't be hard on yourself for. Yeah. Like instead of perfectionistic, why don't we describe Virgo as like ambitious, you know, Mm. like what they're seeking, what they're trying to do is really ambitious. And if you don't reach those goals, it's fine, but like keep driving towards that. Yeah. Or even just detail oriented, just, yeah, I'm detail oriented. I'm not perfectionistic. I just like the little details. Cause that's what I mm, see in things. Be put in place. Yeah. 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 I would think that Lilith and Aries is very much, it's like rightful rage about just who they are and about confrontation. Yeah. 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 Like thinking about Martha with her Lilith in the first, but like, uh, yeah, like I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And that's like, a that's a major lesson that I feel like so many people are learning, but that Lilith and Aries, they are learning it very directly, you know, as I also have South node. Yeah. South node and Aries. Aries. Mm-hmm. But yeah, being who you are is hard sometimes. Oh Yeah. I think that's something we're all learning because we're all, you know, we're in a, a society that we've been sort of taught like a hive mentality of we all have to be one thing and now this age of Aquarius has come and like just cracked that box open and been like ah, why don't we all just let our freak flags fly and be who you actually are and we'll yeah. find a place for you yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 I I really like diving more into Lilith and I really also like like how I mentioned before how like there's like she's a character in a bunch of different like I don't know she's she's something that like goes beyond astrology in a way that Mm. like maybe Chiron does as well like we like learn more about you know we're just like how we have you know the the Greek gods and the Roman gods that go along with you know Mars and Pluto and all the personalities that then get like put into you know get categorized by all these planets and points and everything and I just really like for those of you who are interested I looked up a couple of things where um Lilith shows up as characters in the Vampire Huntress series which I don't know anything about um but the Sabrina series which I don't know that I've gotten there because I I never finished the new Sabrina series but Narnia apparently Lilith um like the White Witch in Narnia is supposedly a descendant of Lilith which Mm -hmm. thinking about it I remember um I remember reading like the first Narnia book, like the the magician's nephew. And I'm pretty sure that Lilith was involved in like the whole creation of everything in that book. Um, and then the white, witch is like a descendant of her. And then, yeah, like the book that the book series that are super popular, like uh, the mortal instruments, like shadow hunters, there was the movie and the TV series and like all the books Ooh. and this, um, do you yeah. know them? Martha? I, I watched the TV series and yeah, there was a Lilith in it. Yeah. Lilith is like the big bad. Like I just finished the series. It was so freaking good. Um, but she's like this, um, you know, 
kind of wants to be this mother and the way in which she's doing it is in a totally dark and twisted way and like creating these kind of like what we in the book is these evil you know kind of characters and like the the big bad um uh, like who goes by like Sebastian in the, in the book series, she's like considers herself his mom because like her like demon blood or whatever was like used for it's like helping him like uh, whatever it supposedly like poisoned him to make him evil. But it's like, she was like this mother figure to this evil character. And it's just so interesting how, and also it was like a woman author too. So I just find it interesting how like Lilith was the big bad there in, in a lot of ways, but anyways inspiring lots of kind of fantasy stories and I think I don't know I like now that we're taking the power back a little bit from those little stigma type of like oh you're like this evil woman character and it's like oh how about you're just literally equal to a man Mm -hmm. and you're powerful and your rage is rightful and And you're not hiding your power and you're not hiding it exactly and mm-hmm. and yeah like there is so much like I know we talked about this a little bit earlier but just like when it comes to anything like sex appeal like when it comes to women it's like oh that's shameful and there's so mm-hmm. much that's talking about Lilith and like shame and like what we feel shameful about and I just really like that um, yeah no it's like we want you to be sexy under our terms because we want you to be sexy yeah. but we don't want you to feel sexy yes mm. Yes. Fuck the patriarchy. Oh my God. <laughs> and that, goes back, <laughs> that goes back to it being Lilith Moon, like the you feeling it. You need to feel it. It's not like, mm. you know, it's not just being, it's not just existing. It's like feeling through all the things, like, and and feeling through that rage, feeling through like how I like need to feel through what I need to communicate before I communicate it. And everything so anyways Lilith shows up there was a bunch of other examples but those were the ones that I found to be most popular where Lilith shows up as characters and I just thought that was really interesting because there's a lot of like Greek mythology that you can read about and like Percy Jackson love Percy Jackson you get to know more about the gods and then you see how those contribute to like oh my god like uh Ares you know the god of war and okay Mm. Ares is a warrior and we have this fire element and it's a cardinal sign and like you see how the personalities connect so I just find it interesting that it's again like and like bringing up tarot real quick like how the moon card everyone's always like oh it's dark and mysterious and it's scary and it's like oh because what it's associated with a woman and with Mm. feelings Mm. and with like intuition and so like I don't know recently I think everybody's all like the ladies out there especially but you know feminine energy taking back the power of like oh yep Mimi's got the moon uh tapestry hanging in the background yeah (laughs) yeah and it just seems like the same kind of vibe as that where like I love that you guys brought up the like current affairs uh and you know astrology when it comes to Lilith where everybody seems to be taking that power back and so Mm. I'm just very curious everybody looking into your Lilith sign and and how that checks out yeah yeah I really really loved this chat I feel like we should once again go on Instagram and ask people their Liliths and kind of give them a little blurb about it and stuff that'd be really fun Yeah. yeah yeah So if you aren't already following us on Instagram, you can find us at the Stars Mimi podcast. And if you want to follow Martha, she is at Divine Alignment with Martha. Mimi is at Mimi's.me and Harvey Mountain dot alchemy which is where you can get those uh uterus candles. uterus candles okay yes yeah. and then i'm at magical dot book club and also i just saw like a lot of people who were like who either found magical book club or found the stars made me do it 
like then followed the other one and it made me really happy so thank you guys. <laughs> yeah <laughs> speaking of like my love in the 12th house fantasy magical books it's like come join me yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I had somebody reach out who was like oh my god I just looked up the word astrology and podcast and like Spotify and found you guys and I'm so glad I did I've been listening for months and stuff so love oh, hearing so that fun. kind of stuff if yeah. you've been lurking and just like listening in the shadows please reach out in the shadows and and tell us also if you if you want to keep lurking in the shadows this is black moon Lilith. oh yeah you keep, yeah, yeah, you keep yeah, lurking. You you. <laughs> but um but i also love thank you guys who have been like we've just been getting a lot of like interaction on instagram and it's so fun and it lights us up it lights our fiery mm-hmm. shells sure. up it lights our leo placements up so definitely <laughs> uh keep uh, interacting with us we love it and it actually I've, it's super helpful to hear I don't know like how people how this does show up you know we're all learning through experience too so let us know um, how your love shows up for you what sign it's in if you connect to it um, yeah so Mimi why did we talk about Black Moon Lilith today because I fucking wanted to no because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the stars made me do it I almost forgot what I was supposed to say 